I was born for his service He filled me with purpose Take your time while you worship him I'm unplugged from the matrix Believe without seeing I'm plugged into the matrix The Daily Perspective Welcome to the show that gives it to you with no fluff Real Christianity and all that good stuff Welcome to The Daily Perspective And I am your host Mr. Daily So what we got in store for you today? What have I got in store for you? Well, let's uh, before we get into that, let's let's shout out the people that are listening to us directly on Transistor, the people that are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, wherever you listen to us from, wherever you get your podcast, we want to salute you and we want to thank you for always tuning in. We appreciate it. You're listening to the show that is number 13 on the top 25 Christian men's podcast. So we're sitting right in the middle about now and we want your help to get to number one. I'm trying to take over the top spot. I'm trying to rise to the top, yo. So um, I need your help to do that. Um, You know, keep supporting, keep downloading the episodes, keep listening, tell your friends, tell your friends' friends, tell your colleagues at work, Tell your mama, tell your mama's mama, tell your mama's mama's mama, you know, all that good stuff. Tell the people that you know to listen to this. Um, So what are we talking about today? We are going to be digging into uh, that, that topic right there. Spare the rod and spoil the child. So... Um, I know, I know some, I know a lot of parents that be loose with the hands. They be throwing the hands. You know, you can, uh, especially, especially, let me, let me know up front. So you guys know that I'm Nigerian by descent. Um, so growing up as a kid, I was around people that beats. And I, I ain't talking about Beats by Dre. They beats. They beats that ass. <laughs> they whoop you. So, um, I mean, I, I ain't going to front. I got, I got whooped as a kid. Um, and uh, my cousins got whooped. Uh, my, some of my friends got whooped. My white friends didn't get whooped. Yo, my white friends were they they was wildin'. They they never caught a whooping. Um so as I got older and you know I became a parent, became a father. Um I think me and my wife, we made a conscious decision that we would not that was not gonna be in our repertoire of discipline. And, um, you know, one thing I will say is that each to their own, how you choose to parent, how you choose to raise your children is up to you. Um, As long as you, you know, for me, the the most important, this is what I'm going to get to, the most important thing for me is raising your children with love. Um, How you choose to discipline them is what we want to talk about because there's a there's an age-old debate 
some people believe that um or as spanking as someone to call it uh tearing that ass whooping that ass that's uh that's some people have issue take issue with that um now when i was a kid and i used to get disciplined um I used to be mad as hell. I ain't going to front. I used to be mad as hell after I got whooped because I'd be like, oh, why, why, why are you doing this to me? Um, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, though. I never did, I never did the stuff again. I fought twice before I did anything because I was not trying to get whooped. But here is, here is my first question. Do should we really be trying to make our children afraid of us? Because that's what, for a period of my life, that's what it that kind of discipline did. It made me afraid. Um, it made me fearful of my parents, and it wasn't it wasn't a respectful fear. It was a I'm shook fear. It, fear. It was I was literally afraid of them. Um, no one. And again, here we go. It was not. I know that that was not the intent of the discipline. So let me let me be crystal clear here. And then also let me be crystal clear that I am not talking about abuse. I'm talking here about discipline. I'm talk, we're talking about spanking. We're talking about, you know, yeah, just call it discipline. Some, um, and I'm, I guess we'll, we'll again we'll, we'll break these things down. We'll get into the into the definition, and we'll and we'll go into the Bible as well because you know um, that's that's what we do. We're going to talk Bible. So, from my perspective. I was afraid because literally when you get whooped, it hurts. I ain't going to lie. I didn't, I didn't want to feel the pain. That simple. I didn't want to get whooped. I didn't like it point blank. That was, that was how I felt. Um, was it effective? I guess you could say it was effective because I didn't want to do stuff again. Did it teach me? Right from wrong? Yes. Because when I got whooped, I knew that I'd done something wrong. Did I understand what I had done wrong? No. And for me, that was the biggest deciding factor when... um, when I started to think as a parent, started to think about, well, how do I want to discipline my children? Um, so before we get go any further, let me let me just join jump into the scripture that people tend to throw out there when they want to talk about you know discipline. So um most people refer to Proverbs 13, 24. Um and I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna read a couple of versions. So my my go-to 
my go-to version of the Bible is the New Living Translation. And that says, those who spare the rod of discipline hate their children. Those who love their children care enough to discipline them. Um, the Amplified Version says, he who withholds the rod of discipline hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines and trains him diligently and appropriately with wisdom and love. Um, so for me, the, the Amplified Version is lit. Then you've got the New International Version. Whoever spares the rod hates their child. Oh, sorry, hates their children. But the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. Um, now, <laughs> the King James Version says, He that spareth the rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him ch chasteneth him betimes. I was like, man, this is why I do not read the King James Version. I ain't trying to get my head around all that. Chasteneth him betimes. Anyway, um, then, so as I was reading, I came across another scripture. But actually, let's, let's talk about Proverbs 13, 24 first. So the one that everyone goes to, spare the rod and spoil the child. I guess people have paraphrased it and come up with spare the rod and spoil the child. The scripture talks about discipline, and I like the I like the amplified version. He who withholds the rod of discipline hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines and trains him diligently and appropriately with wisdom and love. And the reason I love that one is because of context. Trained, disciplines and trains him diligently and appropriately with wisdom and love. Now, a lot of parents out there are throwing hands because they are angry, annoyed, frustrated, and it's not coming with, I guess it's missing that um, with wisdom and love. And sometimes I'd probably say it's not appropriate. Um, so why do I think that? Let's, let's look at it this way. When you when you do something wrong or when someone does something wrong, you are a either assuming that they know they've done something wrong. B know for a fact that they know that what they've done is wrong or C they've done something wrong unknowingly. Um, and based on what you think, you react accordingly. Now, as adults, 
when we do something wrong, we would ex- we want the benefit of doubt that, hey, look, I didn't know that that was wrong. So, you know, give me a break. Cut me some slack. Now, shouldn't we extend the same grace to our children who are learning in this world? Um, you know, sometimes I've even had seen situations where people beat their kids because they've done something dangerous, like try to touch a, a hot pan. And I'm like, okay, why didn't you? Obviously, I know the fear kicks in and you, and you react. But to react and beat them for me is like, man, that's, that's the wrong reaction. You want to sit them down and you want to explain to them why you were so mad at them and why you were, and it wasn't the fact that you were angry with them. You were afraid for them. You didn't want them to get hurt. You beating them hurts them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's kind of like, I didn't want you to get hurt. So I whooped your butt. So you felt some pain so you wouldn't get hurt. Again, each to their own. But um, when I think about it, I always look at it from, from this perspective. How would I like someone to react to me when I do something wrong? And... You know, for me, it starts with a conversation. Let's understand each other. Help me understand what I did wrong. Help me understand. Because even as adults, we still get things wrong. So help me understand where I went wrong, where I missed, where I went off course, where I missed the cues. And explain it to me. Let's have some dialogue. So... When it came to deciding how to parent or how to discipline, should I say, our first choice was to sit down and have dialogue with our children. Now, that's not to say that sometimes they don't try and push the boundaries and go a bit further than they should. Of course they do. Every child does. We did it as children ourselves. I was... uh, I was a saint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's okay. I shouldn't be sitting up here sitting on a Christian podcast lying to you. No, I wasn't. I was not a saint. I was not a saint. Okay. But we all push the boundaries. And even today, our children push the boundaries. But for me, it's a case of sitting them down and having that dialogue with them, trying to help them to understand what they've done wrong and why what they have done is an issue. Now, um, sometimes it is difficult to get them to understand because as they get older, they become more stubborn. And and how do I want to put this? As they become more self-aware, they seem to think that they know more than you do. And sometimes you kind of have to tell them, listen, Stop talking and listen to someone that's got more experience than you do. Um, Sometimes I feel like experience is the best teacher. Now, that's not to say I want my my children to go out there and get hurt 
or to put themselves in danger. Of course not. Um, when it comes to those situations, I don't even want them to experience anything of that sort. But sometimes if we're in the house and they seem to think that, that their way of doing something is better, I let them have a go. And then when it doesn't work, we sit down and we, we discuss and we have dialogue. And I explain to them, well, are you ready to listen to me? Are you ready to hear what I've got to say? And we talk about it. Um, when, we have, when they have arguments, we sit down and we, we talk about communication. We talk about how to respect each other's opinions how to appreciate that not everyone in this world is going to have the same opinion as you. Um, and shouting and hollering at each other is not the way to, to resolve differences. Um, one of the most important things for me was that, was teaching them that using your fists to solve a problem or to, to get someone to understand you was not acceptable. So if I wanted to convey that message to them, I personally felt like spanking was not the way to convey that message. Now, I'm going to read another scripture because I know some of you, some of you that are real good with your Bible out there are going to, are going to say, but, 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 but David, what about this? So, in um, Proverbs, <laughs> man, this is uh, this one. This one is crazy, though. Uh, sorry, I always giggle when I see this one. So, Proverbs twenty three, thirteen and fourteen. Don't fail. So, this is the New Living Translation, and we're going to go through them in the sequence that we did before. So starting with New Living Translation. <clears throat> Don't fail to discipline your children. The rod of punishment won't kill them. Physical discipline may well save them from death. So that's a New Living Translation. Uh, here we go. The Amplified Version. Do not withhold discipline from the child. If you swat him with a reed-like rod... Applied with godly wisdom, he will not die. You shall swat him with the reed-like rod and rescue him, rescue his life from Sheol, the neverworld, the place of the dead. And then um, the final one, the King James. Withhold not the correction, sorry, withhold not correction from the child. For if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. Thou shalt beat him with the rod and shalt deliver his soul from hell. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the King James sounds a bit like they're doing too much. Thou shalt beatest him. Beatest the evil out of that child. So, um, <clears throat> so what was I going to say? So, Clearly in that scripture, it's talking about, you know, whoop them, whoop them. Again, I love the amplified version that says applied with godly wisdom. Um, but 
really the emphasis in these scriptures is do not withhold discipline. So what is discipline? Discipline is defined as a punishment inflicted by way of correction and training. Now, when you talk about discipline, discipline does not necessarily relate to uh, hitting or spanking or anything of that sort. Now, let me stress again, this is my personal opinion. How I choose to discipline my children is how I choose to. You may choose to do it differently. I'm just encouraging healthy debate here about a subject that I know, um, especially new parents, uh, think about a lot. So um, it says, uh, punishment inflicted by way of correction and training. Um, Now, obviously, as as we said, when we we read some of these versions, it, it talks about physical punish or uh, let's go where is it let's go back to it uh where is it gone where's it gone da, 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 da. physical discipline may well save him may well save them from death so physical di- discipline now i actually prefer the use of that term physical discipline because i don't necessarily think that you have to beat someone to discipline them physically. Let me explain. So when we were growing up, one of the ways that people would punish you would be to make you, um, oh, how do I, people use it in fitness training now. You, you, You kind of sit, in a, as though you're sitting on a chair with no chair there with your back against the wall and um, with your hands on your head. Um, and you'd be made to hold that position for like 10 minutes. Or you would be expected to stoop in a certain position for 10 to 15 minutes. So you, your legs would be aching, you'd be shaking, Uh, but you had to maintain the posture. Now, I think that those are still effective forms of discipline, physical discipline, without the need of hitting someone. Now, the reason why I I personally am against the hitting or swatting or whatever you want to call it, is because of human nature. At the end of the day, we are all human beings. We all get frustrated. We all get angry. And sometimes we are liable to take out our frustrations on an undeserving party. So is there a possibility that sometimes when you are disciplining your kids, you are not only taking out your frustration from what they have done, 
but you're taking out other frustration on them? Is there a possibility that sometimes when you quickly react to some to slapping or hitting for something very trivial, is it truly because of what they've just done or because you've got other pent-up frustration or anger or something and you snap a lot easier? I'm just putting it out there. These are just questions. Um, hit me up in the comments. Send me an email. Let me know. Tell me if you disagree. Tell me if you agree. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear someone else's opinion on this. But is there a possibility that sometimes that physical discipline is used incorrectly? Is there a chance that the the line between discipline and abuse is easily blurred? Now, I hate to use the word abuse because abuse is a strong term, but the definition of abuse is bad or improper treatment. If you are lashing out because you are angry about something else and you overreact to what your child has done, is that not abuse? I'm just asking the question. You know, so is it possible that sometimes we just don't think about why we're doing something? We just do it because we're reacting. Some people discipline in that way because that is how their parents discipline them. So again, they're not really thinking about the the form of discipline or why they're disciplining that way. They're disciplining in a way that they just know because that's what they experienced. Does it make it right? Question out there for you guys. Um, For me, I'm going to... I'm going to point out some scriptures. So uh, in Proverbs 22, 6, amplified version, it says, train up a child in the way he should go, teaching him to seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Um, In Psalms 127, 3 to 5, amplified version, again, it says, behold, Children are a heritage and gift from the Lord. The fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. How blessed, happy and fortunate is the man whose quiver is filled with them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in gatherings at the city gate. Then you've got another one. Um, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Do not exacerbate them to the point where to the point of resentment with demands that are trivial or unreasonable or humiliating or abusive. 
nor by showing favoritism or indifferent to any of them, but bring them up tenderly with loving kindness in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Ephesians 6, 4, Amplified Version. So everything we do for these children that are a gift, a reward, should be done from a place of loving kindness. And I struggle to see how some of the beatings that some children receive as discipline can be considered something of loving kindness. Loving kindness to me is imparting, just as it says, imparting the wisdom of God to these children. So in order for them to understand right from wrong, the way that God would like to see them live and operate, then you've got to share that with them. You've got to teach them. You've got to guide them. You've got to lead them. You've got to encourage them. You've got to pray for them. Most importantly, you have to have dialogue with them and, and, and take them through what they need to know. Without that, how do you, how do you establish that godly wisdom in them? How do you train them up? Because that's, that's what the Bible says. Train them up in the way that they should go. Train them up in the things of the Lord with tender, loving, tender. Oh, well, let me see. What was the exact words? Uh, tenderly and with loving kindness. It says, do not exacerbate them to the point of resentment with demands that are trivial and unreasonable or humiliating or abusive. Um, when you get warped, you get resentful. Because as a child, if you don't understand why you're being whooped, you're going to become resentful. You're going to become mad. See, again, some of the challenges for me is that culturally, we, we in many cultures, um, spanking and, and beating is just the way that you did it. Or the authority of the parent was seen as um, the be-all and end-all, and you were not supposed to disagree, you were not supposed to talk back, you were not supposed to challenge, you were supposed to just observe and obey. Um, I would say that if we as Christians are seen as the children of God, then for all the craziness that we do on a daily basis, for the way that we are disobedient, the way that we ignore when God is calling us, um, the way we do some wild things, should we be getting whooped on a daily? You know, some of you may feel like you're getting whooped on a daily, but... You know, should we be feeling some physical pain? 
because that's, that's what we dish out. I just think that if we truly, you know, how do we as, as, as children of God learn what is right from wrong? We do so by spending time in God's presence. We do so by spending time um, reading the scripture. We do so by trying to understand exactly what God wants us to know. We do that by prayer, which is conversing with God. So how could we deny our children the same privilege? Especially when we are called to teach them the way of the Lord. Well, you can't teach someone how to follow God by beat, you know, by beating them. You can't beat it into them. You've got to explain. You've got to speak to them. You've got to make them. Oh, no, that's a that's poor choice of words. You've got to encourage them to seek out relationship with God. You've got to encourage them to do what is right over what is wrong. You've got to explain to them why something is right and why something is wrong. You've got to educate them. But at the same time, you have to educate yourself because we as adults and as parents, we're still learning. Every day is a school day. So um, let me quickly jump to... And just to, just to, my point there, see what an incredible quality of love the Father has shown us, that we would be permitted to be named and called and counted children of God. Um, and so we are. For this reason, the world does not know us because it did not know him. And that's First John 3, uh, verse 1. Uh, and again, that was the Amplified Bible. So... We were permitted to be called children of God. We were permitted to be called by his name. We were permitted to basically enjoy the the privileges of carrying his name. With that privilege comes grace, meaning that when we do wrong, we are not punished in the way that we should be for what we have done because Jesus steps in and God sees a clean, unblemished lamb when he sees us. The Father sees perfection when he should see Um, unworthiness he sees righteousness when he should see unrighteousness because he sees us through the lens of Christ grace was extended to us that we may be called worthy even though we did not we were not deserving of it Um, so again I encourage us to 
extend that same grace to our children when we discipline. You know, when we discipline them, we should focus on explaining and, and teaching them and helping them understand, especially as they grow into young men and young women, help them to appreciate that first and foremost, they are products of grace and God does not condemn them and neither do you. Um, teach them that to truly understand their place in society and what's right from wrong, they need to have an understanding of, of God's standards. Help them to learn to look for what God's standards are and to look for those standards all around them. Help them to understand that they need to look at people from a perspective of grace and not one of judgment. Um, help them to remember that were it not for grace, they would be counted unrighteous and unworthy. There are so many things that we should teach our children and that all starts with actively communicating with them through open dialogue rather than communicating them to them through um how do you want to how do i want to put this beating them and whooping them again my perspective my opinion I would love to hear um, someone else's view. Um, I'd love to have a debate with someone about this. If you're interested, hit me up. Let's, let's talk about it because, you know, I think from a, from, for a very long time, I had come to the conclusion that I was not going to, I was not going to discipline in that way. So I'd be interested to, speak to someone who has gone through the same thought process and concluded that they will discipline in that way. They will spank their children or whatever term you want to use. Anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, just want to, again, shout out everyone that's listening, everyone that's tuning in, everyone that's supporting. Um, for those of you that missed the conversation between me and Dr. Terence Johnson, you can catch that every Friday on the Imperfectly Human podcast. Um, you can catch up with me on the, my blog, www.dailyperspective.co.uk. You can catch me on Twitter at DYDaily. You can catch me on Instagram at DYDaily. And you can connect on Facebook email me at david at dailyperspective.co.uk um, and stay connected and uh, yeah I'm kind of in a chilled mood because this this topic I don't know this this is one of those topics that you know I don't want to it's for me it's not one that I like to joke about too much and I guess I can't get too I don't want to get too hyped but 
it's one of those topics as real because don't get me don't get me wrong there are times in life where you're like oh I should whoop these kids I should beat your and, and you you're mad as hell you you really I should put hands on you but I've learned that the most effective tool in my discipline arsenal is open dialogue when my children appreciate the fact that they've done something that disappoints me they are more receptive to un- to trying to understand and I feel I think they feel they feel um I think that hits them harder than anything else could because like all children they they don't want to disappoint they they don't want to disappoint their parents um but it brings us to a place where we can have open dialogue and we can we can communicate and i think that's all i that's all i want for people i i want people to get to a point where um i don't want to see families where kids aren't talking to their parents parents aren't talking to their kids kids are hiding things from their parents um you know i know parents love their children what most parents do so i'm trying to i'm trying to offer a different perspective a different way of doing things um yeah let me know if you agree let me know if you if that's if struck a chord of whether it hit a nerve uh, I'd be interested to find out anyway I'm going to let you guys go I'm going to sign off right here I'm going to catch you next week on another episode of the Daily Perspective as I said the show that gives you gives you the stuff with no fluff Um, But yeah, keep it real, keep it 100, keep it Christian, don't condemn yourself, love yourself, know that you are a product of grace and that God has got you in his hands, loves you and wants you to come to him just as you are. So that's all that needs to be said. I'm out. Peace.